Another episode of Worst First. Oh my god, it's fucking, it's so good. I, I think it's inappropriate to have this audience here. I know there's a lot of people here, but it's okay. None of us are wearing masks. We all have the death wish. Just kidding. No, my guest today is Nicholas Rutherford, who we are so excited. I've, um, I met Nick because we were both in, was it Dreamland or no? no uh, it was the unicorn. A unicorn. The unicorn. Yeah. The Unicorn, which was such a fun movie directed by Robert Schwartzman, who was also on the podcast, we love. Um, and Nicholas is in a new show uh, called Dream Corp. Yeah, Dream Corp LLC on uh, Adult Swim. On Adult Swim. Yeah, it's uh, it's we just started the third season. It's a little sleeper hit, and uh, it starts uh, plays at twelve thirty on Sunday night, also known as Prime Time. Okay, but listen, I'm not just saying this, you guys. He's been in the show for, this is your third season season. of the show. I just watched it yesterday and I've seen the billboards in Hollywood. It is such a good show, especially if you're into weird shit like I am. Like the whole show is about this guy named Dr. Roberts who helps people with their dreams. And I, I mean, like, it's so awesome. Like when they go into some of the dream sequences, it's all cartoon and it's like really trippy. And like, if you like to smoke weed and watch shows, like this is a show to do that too. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's really beautiful and like heartfelt. And you know, a lot of adult swim stuff, you know, is, is, and isn't, you know, it gets more about like jokes, but I think this is like this amazing, I don't know. We call it the office on acid. Totally. That makes sense. And it's like, so like, it's just funny. It's like a lot of dry humor, which I love. And, um, yeah, Nick's in it. He plays, uh, patient 88 or that's right. Patient 88, patient 88. And he, uh, it's cool. Like none of the people there have names except for Dr. Roberts, which is great. And all the characters are really cool and directed by Daniel Sesson. Yeah. And you met Daniel. Yeah. And I know Daniel. And so just such a great show. So if you want to watch something trippy and interesting, check out dream court on, um, LLC on Adult Swim at midnight. Yeah, midnight, 1230. Um, but also you can watch the first two seasons on Hulu now. Watch them on Hulu. Yeah, I swear there. to you guys, like I'm not even just promoting this because he's my friend, but like it's actually so good. If Thank it you. wasn't good, I wouldn't even say that. No, I, I don't think you would have even watched past the few minutes. No, it. I watched yeah. two episodes and I was like blown away. I actually am going to watch the rest. I, I'll send you season three. I love that. Season three is next level. Yeah, it's the proudest thing. I was telling you earlier, it's the proudest thing I've ever done. Uh, like I've been in, involved with a lot of cool things, but yeah. like this is the most proud I've ever been of a project. Like it's the most fun. It's the most sincere. Yeah. It's like beautiful. It's art. I'm proud of you. Thanks. It's I'm nice proud of to you. be able to like, really? That's yeah. Uh, Wait, do you, wait, wait. I mean, like, you don't you're, think I'm proud of you? No, but no, I think you're proud of me. But like, I'm like, you're getting to do what you like. Obviously, like we both were acting in wait, a movie. Like, you do what you you're, like all the time. Like, well, kind of. By I mean, definition, like you, you've always done what you like. You do whatever you want. There's no network that says you can't do it again. You do like, it's amazing. I love watching your life and your comments. Like truly. Thanks, man. Maybe okay, nobody well, tells you that enough. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> Most people were like, how's that Tommy Lee dick? And I'm like, really? Again, another one of these messages? Just oh, like, well, okay. So <laughs> let me scratch that question right off my question list. Uh, <laughs> okay. But, but yeah, you, I mean, I don't know who's watching this or what you live this amazing life. You, you're this incredibly warm person. You, you're like sincere, to like maybe to a fault. And uh, yeah, I love, I love you. I was like Stop, so excited. Keep going. <laughs> I will. I love that you were in the unicorn. Like yeah. you did such a great job with that. Like that part and yeah, yeah. Oh, and Nick and I just saved a pigeon, by the way, guys, right before Nick got here. Oh my God. Nick was ambushed when he came in because we have a roof that opens on our house and I'm going to probably have already posted about this, but the pigeon that I showed you guys literally had just flown through the roof right as Nick was walking in the door and cracked his head open and was bleeding. And I'm such an animal lover that I had to call my friend Mark Chang at Animal Hope and Wellness and Nick helped me put the pigeon in a box and we put it in Uber. As we were trying to put the injured pigeon in a box, it flew away and then kept jamming its head into a different wall. So horrible. Like, we're like, we're trying to help you, but it must be scary. Like, it's very scary. I mean, what we look like compared to a pigeon is scary. I Yeah. I mean, we were probably like two just gorgeous people walking <laughs> over. Pigeon's getting horny already, you know, so he's fuck, fully torqued. And so what's he going to do? Fly into a wall? Because like, you, you know, he'll never, he'll never have us. Do you know? <laughs> 
He's like, fuck it, I might as well end it all. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. He's like, oh, if that's life, then I don't want to have any part of it because uh, I can't, I can't partake. I'm dying. Well, we're it's getting so him funny. Help. Oh we're my god, we help. are. We're getting him help, and so I'm for sure he'll be helped by the time this episode comes out. So thank you, Nick. For yeah, the help. you got to update people on the pigeon status. I will. I will. I'm going to do that. I'm gonna be. It's gonna be all pigeons. My feed. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. The algorithm will take over. You don't have to worry about that. You post one picture of a bird, it's all just bird accessories in your feed forever. Just earrings and clutches yeah. and like Portlandia episodes. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't... <laughs> okay, so I want to talk to you. I, everyone keeps yelling at me because I've had a lot of people on lately. I've had um, like psychics and tarot readers. And oh, like, yeah. I had an animal communicator on here. Wow. Yeah, very cool. And people keep yelling at me and they're like, you keep losing the premise of the show, which is worse first. Right. Okay, great. And I'm like, okay, so we're going to talk about your worst first, but... You told me when you walked in, we started talking about UFOs. Yeah. And I'm so into that stuff. Me too. And everyone on my podcast knows that. And then you said you saw a UFO as a child. I saw, yeah, I saw you. Well, I, we were, I was listening to your podcast and I think UFOs came up and I was like, oh great, I have a yeah. UFO story. As a kid, I like my, my bedroom had a window that looked over like this hill behind my house. And I, one night, and I was really into aliens. Like I, do you remember the, uh. It was like Men an alien. Yeah, Men in Black. Do you remember Men in Black? <laughs> the cult classic. Yeah, the documentary. <laughs> About aliens. Yeah, yeah. We, I, so I've seen that documentary at the time. and do, But there was also like a an alien uh, autopsy, like v, VHS that was being passed around. There was? Yeah, but it was like truly a joke. Oh, it wasn't Truly real. a joke. Okay. It was like Blair Witch. Like, oh. It was advertised as like unseen footage. That you can't have access. The government doesn't want you to see this. And I definitely bought the VHS. I was like a 14-year-old boy. Uh, so I was really into aliens, and one night I was looking out my window, and there was this, this like, like you know, like how um, ducks like travel south or like birds, like a like V, an yeah, yeah. V it was a yeah. V of lights, and it was like either five or six or something, and I they were it was just like kind of hovering and moving really slow, and I couldn't tell if they were connected, if they were separate, but I just knew like this was real, and I had enough time to like watch it and really and remember it because I don't remember really a lot from that time, but I just remember like really. I saw it and I can, I can bring myself there and I had enough time to like go downstairs, go out the back door and like see it in person. But by the time I got there, it was gone. And so I've always just kind of buried it. Yeah. I know I told my parents about it. I know I told them and they were just like, okay, you know, you are obsessed with aliens. Of course you're going to see that. Mm. And so we watched this documentary, the phenomenon, which I think you can rent or something, but me and my girlfriend Lily watched this, this documentary and like maybe halfway three quarters through, I was like, I hadn't said anything yet, but I was like kind of bummed because all of it was about saucers. All it was about these like metallic saucers and all the, all the, you know, the viewings that they were like interviewing people about. And I was like, oh, I guess maybe I didn't. And then nothing did happen. And so we paused the movie and I got like more popcorn or whatever. And I was like, you know, it's crazy, Lily. I've like actually witnessed this thing before and I described it to her. And I was like, but I'm kind of bummed like nobody else has witnessed this. So right. like maybe, maybe it was just whatever, weather balloons, whatever. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm like a kind of a skeptic. I want to believe, but I'm a skeptic. And then during the credits of this movie, they just start showing stuff that they couldn't cover. And it's like, in 1970, in Atlanta, this thing happened. And then in 19-whatever, this, like, widely reported thing happened. And then in 19, or 2000, or 1994, this thing happened in Phoenix, Arizona. And it was this artist depiction of a V-shaped saucer with five lights. A fucking flying duck formation. And we both were just like, Oh my god! And like, that was it. That was it. I was like, I, now it. I was, I was, you know, I was uh, rectified. Yeah, yeah, like I was like, okay, somebody else saw it. And there's this, there's like in Phoenix, Arizona, there was like a week long where this thing was just kind of cruising around for a week. And so there's hundreds of photos, hundreds of videos, and a bunch of like so many eyewitnesses. And so now I've like I felt finally like justified. Yeah, justified. Did you that tell I your saw parents? I haven't told them yet. You have to tell them. Should I call them now? I mean, you could. I, my mom is very fun. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'll call her now. Call your mom and be you like, I, not this, at all. I don't no, put her on. The, put her on the. Put her on the thing. Put her on speakerphone. I will. I will. And then tell her, be like, Mom. By the way, when you and Dad thought I was crazy, I saw the depiction oh. in a documentary about aliens. I know. I hope she remembers. She's a lovely woman. So. Aww. Where Where did you grow up? Thousand Oaks, very oh, close to here. Fucking crazy. All right, calling my home. Love this. It's like crank anchors. <laughs> but it's not. But none of these are cranks. These are all the opposite of cranks. Right. Uh, pushes. Yeah. Tranks. 
Please answer. They go to sleep early, but this What's is her name? too early. Louise. Aww. Yeah. That's a sweet mom name. Hi, please leave a message. That's my brother's voice. Oh. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, Well, they'll answer because, you know, the answer machine picks up and then they'll options. answer. Oh, they have an answer machine. Hey, mom, dad, brother. Uh, it's Nick. Answer if you guys are around. All right, love you. Bye. Just want to talk about the UFO sighting that I had when I was like eight. And you guys never believe me, but I've had confirmation that it's true. So anyway, probably get this morning tomorrow morning. You get this message and um, I'm doing well. Definitely not being affected by quarantine or the world state at all. Keeping it together. All right. Love you guys. Well, that was disappointing. Oh, wow. They're like, God, it's Nick again. <laughs> Pretend you're asleep. Pretend you're asleep. Oh, shit, shit, shit. Turn the lights off. <laughs> yeah. Do they think maybe he's looking at the house? Oh, do, you, do they still live in Thousand Oaks? Yeah, yeah. They're wow. Still, still in the house you grew up in? House I grew house I had the counter in. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. My, that bedroom is still there. That window's still there. The spaceship is gone. Well, dude, I have to tell you that, like, I'm not one to, like, really believe in a lot of this stuff, but. Honestly, since I watched, um, you know, the um, the Travis documentary and the... The, the, the woman with lights? The or? L- lights. The, I forget the fucking... I just sent it to you. I know. Um, I'm going to look it up because, you know, people want to know. I know. I, capturing the capturing light. Capturing the light documentary. You guys have to watch it. I decided because now we have, we have like a really great view out here behind my house in yeah. Calabasas, our UFO house. UFO Central. It is, but it's crazy because I downloaded this app and it's like a stargazing app where you hold your phone up to the sky and it tells you like, oh, what planet it is, what stars they are, all the different constellations, uh-huh. right? But I noticed, and I always thought it was weird because planes always fly over all the time because of LAX is like oh, not sure. too far. Yeah. So. I'm always out there late at night with the dogs, like two o'clock in the morning. You know, they always have to pee. So I'm like, oh God, here we go. And I'm enticing sta- birds to slam into your <laughs> house. Know. Yeah. So sad. And I'm standing out there and I always look at the sky and I always look into the lights and like talk to God or whatever. And then I noticed one time there was this light and it was just blinking green and red in the middle of the sky and it was really bright. And so I was like, huh, that's weird. And it's just sitting there. Not moving, not flying, not like a plane that I see planes and they slow, even though they move slow, they move, yeah, they move. They move. So I'm sitting there just watching it, waiting for it to move because I'm like, oh, it's a plane because it looked like a plane light, right? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, it's not moving. Like fucking five minutes have gone by and it's still not moving. So I ran inside, I grabbed my phone, I got the stargazing uh-huh. app and I'm putting the app up to the sky and it's not recognizing any of it. Like it's, I'm holding it at, at the light that's blinking and then it's just sitting. It's a circle and it's just green and red and it's just blinking and it's just sitting there. And it's like, okay, there's Mars, there's the moon, here's this, you know, constellation. And that thing is not, not included in any of it. And it was a traffic light? It <laughs> turned out you were in the front yard looking at a traffic light. And that's actually why I wanted to talk to you tonight because... You know, it's a stressful time for everybody, but it seems like you're losing grip on reality. I mean, I lost grip on reality a long time ago, yeah, but yeah. I mean, no, I am a crazy person, but not that kind of crazy. Well, that's the thing. I mean, in the phenomenon does a really good job of talking about this in terms of like UFO sightings. And I felt because I told the story for years as a kid and just realized like you sound crazy telling these stories. Yeah, so like, I'll just bury it. Like, cause my, even you telling me your experience, I'm like, well, it's probably something else. Like, I, like it's no, so it hard was- to believe. You know, after this, we're going to go in my backyard and I'm going to see oh, if it's there. It's that. fucking weird. Like, I'm telling you, I had stood there for fucking 15 minutes waiting for it to move. And those, like, those those phone, the, like, the sky gazing apps. Yeah. Like, they also recognize satellites, typically. They do. And I would planes. say, like, yeah. Yeah, so, they do say plane yeah. or whatever. So I was like, why is it not saying what it is? And it was just sitting there. I literally have no doubt in my mind. I mean, you guys can think I'm crazy or not. I've had a lot of tarot readers on. I feel like there's definitely... There's definitely aliens. Like you can't oh, argue no that. Oh, there's no doubt. There's aliens. There's no doubt. You can't argue it. And and we're apparently like the dumbest of all of the species. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, and probably the least stylish. And oh my god. Well, I actually think we probably have aliens built beat on style. Really? Yeah, because every time sleek gray suits like yeah, very you, Vogue. Yeah, I get. I mean, if one person's wearing that at a party, that's like that guy's cool. But everybody's wearing that. It's like a weird outfit. You know, it's like a uniform. Like, if I showed up in a weird, sleek, alien gray outfit, be like, cool guy. But if we all had to wear that, it's like, what's going on with it's the like culture? Who, who looks the best in it, yeah. though? Oh, okay. Then they're all about, like, how the big body. their eyes can be. Right. I mean, I don't know. How big their bulging brain <laughs> veins are. 
Maybe that's what they're all about. I feel like they're so evolved. Like the stuff of the wor- our world, ego and beauty and looks is like, they're like, oh, wow, we're way beyond that. Like, <laughs> just like so weird. I mean, have you studied a lot about aliens, like in terms of the different kinds that there are? Like there's apparently like six major kinds. I have a very pedestrian knowledge of it. Okay. But yeah, there's like tall, skinny guys and there's really <laughs> short, squattier guys. That's it. So there's like several different types and I don't know all the names and I'm going to fuck it up, but the most popular ones are the grays, which are yeah, the, the ones grays. that have the big eyes and the, we're, they're the ones that apparently visit us the most. Take and, your, take me to your dealer. Those guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The ones that people are always like putting in memes. Yeah. Yeah. Those big, guys. Big, like, you know, almond shaped heads. Yeah. So those are the most popular ones, but then there's actually these aliens called Nordic aliens that look just like us, except they look like Scandinavians. Except they're from Holland. <laughs> yeah, except yeah. they wear wooden shoes. Yeah. So, no, but See. they're actually, it's so weird because they say that we get visited by them and the greys the most, and the, the, the Nordic aliens are able to be integrated into our society more because they look exactly like us. Whoa. And it's fucking weird, and like you wouldn't know, but you could have met one at some point. That could be, I mean, maybe you're one. You're kind of Scandi looking. <laughs> I'm totally not Scandi well, looking. Well, if you, you know, if your hair wasn't pink. If it was blonde and I was blue eyed and tall and thin. Right. I guess I didn't know what Scandinavian <laughs> people look like. So blonde, tall, blonde, pretty people are aliens. Probably. I that. There's probably a ton in Amsterdam. Oh, yeah. Have you been? Yeah, I have. It's beautiful, oh my God, I had a terrible time in Amsterdam. Tell me everything. We worst went, time in Amsterdam. This was the worst time in So my my aunt has married an English man, so we would travel to Britain a lot to like see her. Not a lot, maybe twice. <laughs> but one of them, we were just kind of cruising through. And then I'm like a teenager at this point. And we, me and my brother convinced our parents that we should see Amsterdam. And the only reason we wanted to see Amsterdam was so we could smoke weed. Oh, I was yeah. thinking the red light district. but Well, we, di- we dipped into that territory. Too. I don't know if we get into it tonight, but... Uh, we did dip a little bit. So we go to Amsterdam and we also convinced them because my family was staying like somewhere else in like what would now be an Airbnb, but it was like just a rac- vacation rental they had gotten. Mm-hmm. So we convinced them that we need a full night in Amsterdam. So we're going to get a hostel with my sister, Zoe. And they were like, all right, that makes sense, which is crazy that they would allow that. Just the three of you? Yeah, just the three of us. My sister is older, parents? myself and my brother who's younger. Uh, I was, my, I must have been 18 at the okay. time. My brother must have been 18, too. Yeah. We weren't like children, children. Okay. You know, we were like college kids. Right. Yeah. And we go to Amsterdam, and my mom's like, all right, great. Well, what we're going to do is get in line for the Anne Frank Museum while you guys find a hostel. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys find a place to stay tonight. We're going to be in line. Meet us in line. We'll go to the Anne Frank Museum. And we're like, great. So me and my brother immediately get higher than we've ever been out of our gourds. Like, just like just go to a coffee shop and immediately just get super, super baked. We find a hostel and we're just like beat red eyes, just stoned out of our minds. And we're like, it's been three hours. They definitely have gone through the Anne Frank museum at this point. Let's meet up with them and say, wow, it took us a while, but we found our place (laughs) and we meet up. Like we go walk to the Anne Frank museum. And my mom is like at the entrance, like she was at the door going in this huge ass line. And she's right at the entrance and she sees us and she's screaming across this like plaza, like, Nikki, Bo, Nikki, Bo, come on, join us. And we're like, fuck, we're nev- we've never been higher. And now we're with our parents. We've never been high with our parents. And we go to the Anne Frank Museum, which is a very somber, very like intense. humanizing experience. Like it's super intense. And it's, I would recommend anybody in Amsterdam to do it, but don't do it when you didn't want to do it and you're high with your parents. <laughs> oh my God. And I just remember like going through this museum, like crying and everything, but I was also so high. So I was crying more and. And then, but also I was like a teenager or somewhat close to a teenager. And I just remember like, you know, you're walking in this like, t- like group tour and they're, you know, they're like, Ooh, look how small the place is. Like, this is the, this is the ladder to get to the second floor where the grandma and all the other people lived. And there was like this Dutch girl, there was an alien in front of us, must've been. Oh my God. But there was just like a cute Dutch girl in front of us who had a skirt on. And we had to go up this very sharp ladder. And I just remember as like a young boy, just like, like being like, oh, don't, don't look up her skirt. Like, (laughs) this is the Anne Frank Museum. Like, I was like crying about like the travesty of that, of the, of the Holocaust, but also like, ooh, maybe I'll see panties. Like, it was like, (laughs) "Ah, it was so torn. 
It was very, oh it was a very. It's hard being a guy sometimes. Ugh, not All the yeah. temptation. It's hard as a as at that age. You're yeah. Just, you're torn by everything. So what happened? Did you look? <laughs> I think I probably started to look. I was like, no, this is not what this is about. Like, I definitely was intrigued. I know. I would be, and I'm a girl. I mean, everybody loves panty. And uh, we dated for a few years. After that. <laughs> yeah. Ingrid. She was kind of a those. I remember her. She wasn't into the tour. I just remember because she was cute, but she was just like more like, man, I don't care. Like, she was a little, I don't care. Was she American, you think? No, she wasn't. She was something else. But you can tell, like, man, I don't care is, like, universal yeah, language. Yeah, yeah. You know? She, has she like, wasn't speaking English. She was like, I just have a cute skirt on and whatever. Who's wearing a skirt to the Anne Frank? Honestly, on? honestly. If it's you're going to climb her. a ladder. Yeah. <laughs> like. No, I'm blaming her for everything. You're like, nah. this is the Anne Frank Museum, not the OnlyFans Museum. <laughs> oh, I haven't been to the OnlyFans Museum. <laughs> I think they should make one. There hasn't been one, but. Oh, maybe we're just living in it. <laughs> I think we are. I think Instagram's the OnlyFans museum. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. Or, or OnlyFans is like the memoriam to Instagram. Because yeah. now people are like, what? I just get, can charge people for this? Okay, can we talk about it, though? Because people are making so much money. Oh, I have a lot of thoughts about this. What are your opinions? Well, who was the actress who started an OnlyFans account? Made like a million. Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne. Yeah. I don't know if you're friends with her. I was in a show with her, but I'm not like tight okay. with her. So I'm very sex worker positive. I'm very yeah. sex positive, et cetera. A lot of sex workers are very offended by that. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, fuck off. You have your thing. Don't come here and crash our server. And because of the, and also I guess she overpromised and underdelivered. Yeah. So then OnlyFans like changed the rules. rules. Yeah, they did. That really fucked like actual sex workers. So I'm not cool with people capitalizing on the trailblazing work of other actual sex workers who put themselves in danger to either and like her thing was like oh i'm, I'm researching a role and it's like then give the money back i don't know yeah. I, I, I so i'm like really down on that i'm i'm not down with that i'm down on it yeah like, i like her i don't think like she's a bad person i just don't think like i mean to her it was probably like just fun and like she's an exhibitionist and whatever but she probably didn't think of like the of course the backlash of what it is and it does make me really sad because i'm also really sex worker positive and all that stuff and i have a lot of friends that are porn stars and escorts and things and it makes me sad because some of them are so pretty and like they're like hey sign up for my only fans for two dollars and i'm like it just makes me sad like i'm like you're so like but I but that know. I think yeah that makes me sad. But I don't think it should make us sad. I, the fact that there's like now a mainstream yeah basic like porn subscription thing that is yeah. like if anything Bella Thorne put it in the mainstream. True, so that's great. She did bring attention yeah. to it because I I wasn't even thinking it was like a like I I, I thought it was just a porn site. Honestly. Yeah, I, I kind of thought it was trash. It was like I, you know I've never signed. I've gone to porn sites obviously, but I've never like signed up for anything. Yeah. I've never paid money for right. porn. Uh, so I. But I think this is a great way for sex workers to take that profit for themselves. And yes. you have like an actual interaction with fans and and they, they're making boatloads of money, some of them. So I'm all for yeah. like the concept of it because, you know, what, whatever. Uh, it's like how really hard for porn stars to make money these days considering so much free porn. I mean, so, I'm surprised people even pay for OnlyFans with all the free porn on the web. Well, that's I think there's a nice like uh, evolution of it is like. Oh, I'm going to interact with you. It's like Patreon, you know. It's like this. It's like your podcast. It's like I'm, yeah. I'm going to speak to my fans, and it's nice that they were able to monetize it. I wish OnlyFans didn't fold so quickly to like a bunch of idiots who signed up to see Bella Thorne have sex, and then she was like, "Never mind, here's a titty." I think and she did. Like, she refund, showed refund. Yeah, I don't I'm think sh- she even I, showed anything. Right? I don't know what she did or didn't do, but basically made a bunch of people who signed up get very angry, and then OnlyFans responded by essentially punishing. Everyone people else. that yeah, that yeah. people that make their platform what it is. So, yeah, I, th- I think. About would you ever post a nude photo if someone paid you a bunch of money? Like, how much would someone have to pay you for you to post a nude nude video of yourself? Ooh, I don't know if it's a money thing. I I, I my friend, uh, uh, I have a friend who runs this magazine called or was a magazine. I don't know what it's doing now. Called Pool Boy, and it was like a porn magazine for women, and it was just like guys with their dicks out. Wow. So it was like, uh, play girl. I, I guess, love that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was like super zany, like super small. And this was like years ago. And I was like, I guess I would do that. Like, I think I would do that. Was it totally naked guys? Yeah. It's not like rimming at each other or anything, but it's just like. Like penises. Here's a cute dude with really? his dick out. Yeah. Pool okay. Boy Magazine. Pool Boy Magazine? So I, at Check the time, I remember he was like, do you want to do this? And I was like kind of too scared to do it. 
Uh, and you and, would have to put your dick out. Yeah. I'd have to be like, my dick would be out. And just like weeks ago, I was like, I was talking to Lily, my girlfriend. I was like, I think I might want to do like, I, I, 30 years from now, it'd be cool to be like, remember when I posed nude in this like femme centric magazine? Like be that'd be cool. cool. It'd be yeah. Very, like it'd definitely be very like edgy. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't even do it. Like I wouldn't even be like, go check out my dick, everybody. Like. <laughs> It would just be like, I don't know. You wouldn't post it, it on the, Instagram with a teaser like over your penis? I did, po- <laughs> I did post a dick pic on Instagram once. You did? Yeah. Full dick. Full dick, silhouetted. I w- we were in Japan on like a little, like a, just a friend trip. And we were staying in this like Japanese pagoda house. And so it was all these like rice paper walls. And so it was like beautiful like lighting and like silhouette. And I was rock solid hard. And my girlfriend at the time, my ex-girlfriend, uh, like took a picture, and so it was just me standing with like my dick sticking out, and I against the rice paper, your, yeah, sh- your which shadow, is beautiful like Kill Bill style, You're like, like a geisha. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> a, geisha. a geisha. Yeah, and I posted it, and you put something spicy about like anyone? I don't know something like my. I think it was probably more offensive, like samurai or something. <laughs> Whatever it was, it was. <gasps> cultural uh, I've offended people the so many times with that shit by accident it's oh. horrible isn't it because it's like not your intention and then you're like oh not. wow I didn't mean yeah, to yeah you gotta yeah. be careful but wow uh, but so it got taken down of oh it course. did yeah. even the shadow the, oh yeah it got taken down it got flagged and taken down really you know, I, what and, a bunch of pussies but I did put up the, the one that I then emojied over I wonder if I can watch that's I mean, weird I that it got taken down you would think that a shadow would be fine you would hope I mean, there's girls with like full on ass, like you're in their ass. No, it's just <laughs> also what the fuck is reels now? What the fuck is reels? Reels. If I go to search like to find a friend, it's just a bunch of like it's a bad what, comedy. Yeah, well, not comedy. I don't even think you can call that. It. It's like just a bunch of like people dancing in bikinis, and I'm like, this is not what I searched for. I didn't ask for this. Do you remember Reels, the TV channel? Reels. It was R E E L Z. Yeah, yeah. Like, reels like a was film like HBO. Reel. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like so bad. Was it like Skinamax? Like soft, kind of. Soft yeah, it was around for like a minute. But that's crazy. I can't believe they took your shadow dick picture down. Yeah, I mean, I get it. You know, I that, so I would do it. For no money, I would do it just to destigmatize that. That's cool. For no word. money. So, guys, if you want to see Nick <laughs> Rutherford's dick for no money and you're like a creative photographer, hit him up. Dude, tr- uh, truly, if you have a um, a zoom lens, definitely is part of it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, it was bummed. And so I, I told people, like, maybe I'll, I'll do that. Because I have another friend who started a OnlyFans, a guy. A and guy. Then, yeah, and he's, like, very artsy, so it's, like, you know, definitely, like, performance art, but, like, he just posts things jerking off, like, truly just fully jerking off. This is your complete, friend? Yeah. He posts videos jerking off? Yeah, just to completion. Is he in the business? No, He's no. just a he's guy. He's just, like, an artsy, artsy guy. Is he getting... I don't know what... I haven't checked it out. I haven't watched it, and I don't want to watch it. <laughs> did he tell you he did this? Yeah, somebody told me about it, and then I was asking him, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to do another one. I was like, all right. So, I, I don't know. That's not So, exactly when we say artsy, is he, like, in, like, a mime outfit? Like, does he make it, like, does he play, like, French music while he's jerking off? Like, does he make it no, very, like... No, I mean, like, like, he's, like, super artsy. Yeah. Like, you know, he's, like, a like performance artist, like, visual artist. So, like, you know, he just... You can get away with a lot more doing that. Yeah, when you're like that. It's like, oh, we kind of expect that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's like, yeah. okay, you're being outrageous again. <laughs> Thanks, artist. Uh, but I don't... But also... Nobody likes none of our other none of our mutual friends seems to like it. They're just like it's weird. <laughs> so I'm not checking it out. I don't need to see my friend jerk off. But when I told people like I want to just do like this small zine to like show my dick and be like it's okay to be naked. Totally. All everybody's like don't do it. My manager's like I didn't talk to my manager, but everybody's like don't do it. You can't work for Disney if you show your dick. It's oh, just like Oh, do you think you're going to work for Disney? I hope not, but I mean, we're all going to work for Disney <laughs> we won't, eventually. We won't, we'll cut that part out. Um, <laughs> uh, guys, we will be right back. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Nick Rutherford on Worst Firsts. Okay, guys, we are back with Nick Rutherford here on Worst First, and we were just talking about sex positiveness and, uh, you know, being naked, and we think that, you know, in the next... 50 years or so, people will be able to walk around naked and no one will fucking care, is yeah. what I think, for sure. It'll be that or um, full, like, silver alien <laughs> outfits. I think they're going to come soon. We need them now. I think people are going to freak the fuck out, but I do think it's going to happen. Oh, I, 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 I'm, I'm ready. Are you? You know, like, Independence Day, 
that movie Independence Day. Of course, like, that's terrifying. Oh yeah, well that's terrifying. Yeah. I don't think they're coming. And this is the. No, they're, they're not violent. They're we not are. violent we at are. all. We are violent. We're yeah. the violent ones. We're if, the ones that are gonna be like, if Trump's president, he's gonna be like, get the bombs. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like, he's gonna Nukem ruin it. Yeah. He'll ruin it. He'll ruin yeah. it. And like every every encounter that people have had doesn't they could, they could destroy us already. They don't have no interest in destroying us. If anything, they're like not coming because they're like, oh, these guys have a, like a lot of guns. Uh, well, not only that, actually, they can disarm our stuff. Like, yes. E- with nothing. Like they, they were like the nuclear silos. Okay. And there was a whole, <laughs> I know I love it. We're like on the same page. We could talk about this forever. There was a, um, there was a big, t- a big test going on for like um, nuclear bombs and they were making small ones and they were about to detonate them all. And a fucking UFO flew over and then they tried to detonate them and none of them worked. They were all disarmed. So, They're, like, they have the ability to just stop us in our tracks. Yeah, which is great. We we need somebody to have that ability. We do. Yeah. I mean, because we're going to hurt ourselves. And, like, that's what, like, in the um, in the uh, Chasing the Light documentary, you'll see that um, Capturing the Light documentary. I'm sorry. When you'll see she says that in there. Like, because she communicates with them telepathically, this old lady. Whoa. It's so cool. And, I mean, I know it sounds fucking bananas. I know. That's the problem. It's hard to I talk know, about it because immediately, like, you, you cross one line. Because when you said that, my initial gut was like, Okay, so she's crazy. Not no, you, but the watch old lady. It tonight. Yeah. She's literally like the most like normal whatever old lady. She didn't even want to like make a big deal about it, but she was like, I'm just going to like share this with the world. Um so she actually's like she's communicates with them telepathically and they're worried about our planet because we are mo- we're hurting ourselves more than any other, you know, planet in the sol- in this solar system. And the repercussion of if we destroy ourselves, like that affects the entire solar system, this solar system at least. Yeah, you know for what I sure. Mean? So it affects all of them and their planets. Yeah. If we fucking blow ourselves up or destroy. Or just poison the planet to the extent, like, right. you know, I think life sustaining planets are obviously very rare. Right. We know that because we can see a lot of planets that don't sustain life. Uh, that is similarly, like in that phenomenon documentary, there was some like ha- happening where this ship was hovering over like a, a Australian like middle school or like grade school and like everybody who they can find who's still around it was like the mid to late 90s were like oh my god it's there everybody's like yeah we saw it it was there for like 30 minutes then it landed in a field a bunch of kids ran to it and had this experience where this alien was talking to them what but like, through their minds yeah through their minds they're like they all just say the same thing like it was staring straight at me it was staring straight at me and it's like can't just it wasn't scanning it was just you know they all felt it was staring straight at them and the message they all got was like, technology is bad, which is crazy because these aliens are like on very high tech ships. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's a different tech. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But technology is bad, and you're like, you need to stop this path you're on because you're killing your planet. But that was the like they all took this, and then they all reported it to their schoolmasters, and the schoolmasters were like, "All right, kids, get back to spelling and and math." And they just were silenced forever. And then they interview all these people, they bring them back, and they tell the same story. But nobody in that group of kids is like a climate change scientist. Nobody has like done anything with that experience. Really? Yeah, it's like kind of a bummer. You think that they really would have taken that and been like, I had this otherworldly experience yeah. and not many people have and like I'm going to cha- do something yeah, good. Yeah, they'd be like Greta Thunbergs. Yeah. Like, they would just like sail across on a plastic boat. Like they, yeah, they all just were like, but they're also Australian, which I love Australians. But like, it's so it's funny when they're like, y'all, all right. <laughs> it was crazy. And then this thing, in it, in it, this ship come down, and all right, eh. And they're like, wow, so they told you what? That we gotta stop what we're doing, and in it, that's the thing we gotta do, in it. And they're like, uh, so what'd you do? And they're like, nothing. <laughs> oh, uh, I caught the surf and put a little shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, okay, well, thanks for that, I guess. Wow, and you that's why- You guys were supposed I- to be the like, new world leaders, and you just were like, eh, you're crazy. Off a blooming onion and a fastest. Anyway, sorry, Australia, if you're listening. I just lost all my Australian subscribers. I know, I'm so they're like, sorry. They're like, uh, I'm just unsubscribe right now. I can't. That's hilarious. I'm sorry. Do you think you'd be scared if you saw one? Because then that was another thing that they told her is like, you know, she asked them, why don't you just come down and present yourselves? And they said, people are too fucking, people are too scared. They were not too fucking scared. They're too scared. They would freak out. Do you, like, honestly, in your honest opinion, if you were just like out in your backyard at night, and you out of the woods see like a f- silver alien. Like, what do you think you would do? I, I mean, I'm like so pro aliens just taking me away and <laughs> jamming things up my asshole and like learning things from me. And, you know, maybe there's like an alien dive bar we can go have a couple of alien brews at. Like, 
So no, I would not be. I would at first I'd be like, yeah, but that'd be like, if anybody walks through the woods towards you, you're going to be scared. But then I'd be like, let's go. I would just like throw my phone on the ground. Wouldn't even text anybody. I'm leaving. I would just be like, where's the ship? Let's go. I'd start gaping myself. I would be like, I'll make it easy on you. Like, <laughs> you start stretching your balls. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, let's. Go. I know what you guys want. Here it is. Would you go with an alien? I actually, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think I would. If you would just were, go with them. You wouldn't fucking tell anybody. No, you would just I mean, go I would. I would have to tell somebody. I would have to say because I don't want people worrying. Yeah, I would have to tell. You know, if I had two days, of course, I would see my family and I would see my loved ones. No, you had to go at that moment. If I had to go at like, that they're moment, not going to give you like, hey, we'll pick you up. And do yeah, this. they're not like, they're not like your Uber's going to be here in 15 it's minutes. It's not like yeah. a VRBO in no, space. But that would be awesome. But if so, if I couldn't tell anybody, I would still go, I think. Really? that's an adventure of a lifetime. It is true. That's like, you got to take Although that Although maybe trip. after you watch Travis, you'll change your mind because they apparently kept him for four days. And when he was dropped off at a telephone booth, he hadn't eaten. They didn't feed him, give him food or water in that four days, and he was almost dead. But that and was then they picked him up and took him to the hospital. That's aliens from like twenty years ago. Thirty. You think they, now, they now they know, they know we like water. water and food. He was also like very volatile on the ship, and like he I'll, fought back. He fought. He, didn't, he fought. He didn't gape himself. He wasn't into it. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's on Travis. I think I would just die of a heart attack. Like I wouldn't really? want you, to. But you're so into it. You wouldn't be like. I mean, maybe not go with him, but you don't think you'd be like. Let's chat. I am, but I'm also get scared so easily. Like, I mean, the fucking pigeon in my kitchen, <laughs> I literally saw it sitting on the counter because it was kind of random to walk into your kitchen and just see a pigeon sitting there, a live pigeon. Like, your brain can't process that. Yeah, yeah, it's that. not supposed to be there. It's not supposed to be there. And so my brain couldn't process it, and I just let out, like, a weird... I was like, <gasps> like I couldn't like, and the pigeon was like, <gasps> like it was just very like. So you were communicating. No, but it was like fucked up. Like I can't imagine if it wasn't something of this world, I think my heart would probably stop because I got so scared just with it being a pigeon. Yeah, sure. No, yeah, I think you would. There's definitely a fright to expect, but also all the people who had these experiences for the most part are just like there was a sense of calm. Yeah, they do say you know, that. They do like, say that the alien calms you yeah. and communicates with you. So maybe I would be calm. I don't know. I'm not really a calm person, but. I would try my best. I'd be like, hang on, let me go get my Klonopin. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, they're like, we Klonopin, that's what we're going to put up your butt. Get on the ship. Let's go. That's all. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Klonopin. I love Klonopin. I don't know if I've ever had Klonopin. You I would like Klonopin. You know what? I'm not trying to like promote drugs, but will, honestly. Will you give me a Klonopin when I leave? I'm not going to say that on the podcast. Of course not. Would no. you talk to my doctor? <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing about clonopin. So I have panic disorder. Do you know what that is? Yeah, you're bad at panicking. <laughs> I panic all the time. Like to the point where like I think I'm dying. Like I'll have like heart, uh, that's, that heart palpitations, like yeah, start yeah. sweating, like go go to the emergency room for no reason. I'm sorry. It sucks. Um, but so I've tried, found CBD that I love, which is really great. So yeah. I take that like all day. But sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't calm down and I need something immediately. And so like I've tried Valium, I've tried Xanax. Don't love them because yeah. I feel like afterwards your heart goes even faster. Interesting. But I recently just tried Clonopin and I don't love any of this stuff because I don't really like I don't really like pharmaceutical stuff as it is. So if I have to take it, that would be what I would take because it's actually super mellow. Like it doesn't hit you so hard and it comes on really slowly and it leaves really slowly. Oh, that's good. So you just all of a sudden you're like, oh, like I feel very like calm and good and in a happy place. That's good. Yeah, maybe I do need to get on that. It's great. And actually, like, it doesn't make you super tired either. Like, whereas, yeah, like... you don't pay for it the next day. Man, I feel like Xanax and Valium, like... That shit's bad news. It's just, like... They're I mean, benzos, all right? benzos are. I mean, Clonopin yeah, yeah. is a benzo, too, just, but... So, like, if I'm, like, if I have to take it, I'll take it. I try to do, like, box yeah. breathing, calm myself down, take my CBD, whatever. If I have to take it, I'll take it. But that's the only one I found that isn't, like, so gnarly yeah. where you're, like, as soon as it wears off, you're, like, at 100 again. But, yeah. it, like, it's just very in and out slowly. Well, I mean, I've known you for a while and have mm -hmm. been, you know, we've been hung, we've hung around each other for a long times at mm -hmm. different periods. And I've never seen this. So whatever you're doing to hide it or... Or suppress it is seems to be working. Yeah, I hide it. I, yeah. I don't like share. I mean, I actually just this year I've had it since I was a little girl. I actually just this year started like posting. 
I actually posted me having a panic attack. Oh, wow. Because, like, so many people suffer from it, and it yeah. sucks. Like Destigmatize it. Yeah, I was just like, you know what? Like, I don't want people to, like, feel bad about it anymore. So I posted it, and people were like, wow, like, I have this too, and I was so embarrassed. I felt like I would, no one would ever marry me or, like, yeah. be in a relationship. Because, like, it's literally, like, it's just so weird. It's like your fight-or-flight response is really fucked up. And so, um, basically my fight or flight is constantly like just going off for no reason. Like yeah. as if I was being chased by a lion or if someone had a gun to my head, like I'll wake up out of my sleep and my heart rate will be like 170 and I'll be like sweating and my heart's racing and oh, it man. hurts. And my husband's like, what the fuck? Like calm down. And I'm like, I can't calm down. He's like, play these drums. <laughs> yeah. Who cares, man? Rock and get another tattoo, dude. Fucking Hey, <laughs> That's literally my husband. That's how it is. My cool. husband, I don't know if it's because he's done so many drugs, but he's so mellow. Like nothing rocks him. Like nothing. Like we were having that earthquake not that long ago. Yeah. And like it was actually kind of gnarly here. And our chandelier was going like this. And the room was like, whoa. And like it was just crazy. And I'm like, oh my God, babe, like wake up. We're having an earthquake. And he literally turns like over from his back and he's like, who cares? And he he's like, get my symbol and my sticks. I can make a beat out of this. I don't know. It's a terrible impression of your husband who you love and loves you very no, much. No, you're going to beat him after this. He's like, it's actually <laughs> just so funny because I just want to see him rocked by something. Like, I've never seen this man scared. I've never seen him like, like you could go up to him and like hand him any pill and be like, try this. He'd be like, all right. <laughs> good for him. I mean, I love he's that. He's no fear. Yeah, that's a good. That's how you have to be. I think. And I'm like, aren't you scared of dying? And he's like, no. He's like, when you die, you die. Like, who cares? Yeah, that's interesting. What do you think about the afterlife? Me? Yeah. Because are you afraid of, I know you're afraid I'm of so death. I'm so afraid of dying. Just because I have so many thoughts yeah. that I can't, like, imagine, like, the cessation of my thoughts. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I'm like, oh, my God, I have no more thoughts. Like, I love my thoughts, even though some of them suck. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a very healthy attitude, you know? Like, loving your thoughts. And I love yeah. breathing, and I love my life, and I love I dogs, and I love eating, and I love shitting and i love yeah like, so i know many. they all come together you know i, I love eating and shitting like i don't want that to ever go away you know i don't want to be put like you know i, know. I, so I, I don't like the idea of nothingness no, yeah i, I don't, don't like, like it either. like blackness like, yeah oof. i had a mortician on here and i asked her yeah how did that go it was good except for like she didn't give say what i wanted her to say where, she, where i was like you know her to say like yeah there's definitely life yeah, after death it's a ball pit after she death. was like oh no there's nothing like Ooh. it's just you're just another like maggot on this planet basically not maggot she wouldn't say that but she's like you're just another like yeah, disposable carbon-based life form that yeah just, like, like you're just a parasite to this planet and you die just like a fly dies just like a bird dies just like a whatever dies and you're only here because of like you know whatever some chemicals that rub together the right way i mean that's a bum that's a bummer guess yeah it made me <laughs> no i mean she was so good because she's so <laughs> she's cutting up dead people every day and she's know, like super that's... cool like she's like really pretty and like like Silver Lake esque, and like she like is wow. a mortician. It was very strange. I'll I'll show you her. Yeah, after. that's cool. Um, but yeah, she doesn't think there's anything. But she's like, again, I don't know. Obviously, yeah. none of us know. But I don't know. What do you think? Ugh, I don't know. I don't think that there's God <laughs> per se. Period. Uh, no, I don't think that there. Yeah, I don't think there's like a God in heaven who's waiting for us. I think that we are way incapable of understanding any sort of semblance of an afterlife. I think that there's too much thoughts and too much energy that we exude and we can detect from other people, you know, without, you know, just when you have a hunch or whatever, all that stuff I'm really fascinated with. So I think whatever's happened after you close your eyes for the last time, you go somewhere, you become some part of some energy stream, whether how conscious of you are of your life, your like waking life or not. I don't, I have no idea, but they can't, energy just doesn't just end like that. No, you can't you know? destroy energy. Yeah, so it's somewhere. You become a star, you become a, a leaf or something. You transform. I, I would hope so, yeah. Yeah. Do you believe in reincarnation? Like a lot of people say that we are actually just not, it's not like there's constantly new souls being born. It's actually just the same souls being placed in again, over and over and over again. And you're here to learn lessons. Like I had a spirit, another person on here is very yeah. spiritual and said that, there actually is, she was a medium, and she said this is what happens. When you die, you go um, to, like, heaven, and uh. basically in heaven, there's angels who are spirit guides who have never been human, um, or some of them have, and I forget what she said. And anyway, so she said there's, like, three stages. Like, you basically either review, you review your whole life and figure out if you learned the lessons that you needed to learn That's or cool. not. 
And if you didn't, then you get reincarnated and you actually pick your family. Like even in this life, you chose this life. That's what she said. You've already chose it. You chose it. You chose to be here in the situation that you are in, who you are born to your parents. Wow. And then you come back. If you didn't learn your lesson in the last life that you needed to learn, you come back. If you did, then you evolve to the next step of being a spirit guide for someone. So that's like when someone in your family or someone close to you passes away, you guide them to this place. And then the next step beyond that is to become an angel. So it's like really weird. So she said that to me and she's like, I've been seeing dead people since I was younger and it's nothing to be afraid of. It's actually the most beautiful, peaceful thing. Da, 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 da. You know, and a lot of the people that like the spirits are here, we just can't see them. They're just on another astral yeah. plane. Yeah, that's cool. I, I could buy that. I could buy, again, because of like the conservation of energy, like yeah. that your mentality or your essence is recycled. Totally yeah. recycled. Yeah. yeah it's I the mean, same that, amount could, of everything again and again and again. And I again. hope there's something like that. I mean, it sounds lovely, doesn't but it? But it's kind of crazy that you can't, I mean, I don't know if you'd want to remember and it'd probably be way too much for your brain to handle to remember your past life. But like, apparently as soon as you're born and like take that breath, like you're, you forget, you forget everything from your past life. But then haven't you seen those stories about children who have said they'll be looking at pictures of their grandfather who died and like, or they're like, that's me next to him. Yeah. That shit is crazy. That's me holding you when you were a baby. And you're like, what? You're fucking two. Like, that's and what I think you're, you're the most pure because you're not like clouded. There's not all this noise of like responsibility and everything. And you're like kind of able to accept those messages. So like the slate didn't get wiped completely clean. And yeah. like the kids do recall being. That's cool. And I that's like, like that. the whole thing with the Dalai, like how they find the new Dalai Lama was like, they you know, they put them through the tests and they have to, you know, find the reincarnation. Yeah. So they go through all these tests and they have to, the, you know about this? I know a little bit about the The Dalai Lama is really fascinating to me. Right. But yeah, I know a little bit about so it. So basically what they, they do is they put the Dalai Lama, the potential Dalai Lamas. Who's in like a, a child. A child. Yeah. yeah, a new child after one, the actual Dalai Lama passed away. And they put things that belong to the other Dalai Lama in the room with them. And the, if the oh. child keeps choosing the items that actually belong to the Dalai Lama... And there's a bunch more things too, but that's yeah. part of it is that they choose like, oh, this was my sweater and I wore this like here at this time and blah, 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 blah. And like, and they're like, that's our Dolly. Yeah. That's how they Hello, find him. Dolly. like, he remembers. That's cool. Isn't that crazy? It's really crazy. I thought there was like a, I didn't realize that they don't even start the search until the previous Dalai Lama has died. I th- which I makes sense because they're looking for, for sure, the reincarnation. But, so, but they're yeah. looking for the reincarnation. So I thought there yeah. wasn't like a female Dalai Lama, like this little girl that they were like. I didn't know about that. Yeah, I, don't know I just remember seeing like this little heavy boy and he was like, everyone was worshiping him, just feeding him snacks. That's that two year old uh, Thai kid who smokes cigarettes. Is oh, that? No. <laughs> that kid's hilarious though. And but I'm yeah, very it's, sad. Just, it's so crazy, right? Because it's like, I want to know so badly. Like, I just can't stand not knowing. I mean, obviously, I'm going to find out one day. Yeah, we're going to find out. Right before I die, I'm be like, oh, fuck, Nick. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Wait, we're still doing the podcast, Brady? Oh, God. It's not what I thought. My parents aren't answering the phone. Ah. They were out. <laughs> but it's like, do you ever get, like, those weird, right before you go to sleep sometimes, and maybe this is just me, like, where you have a flood of memories, like DMT status, where you, like, oh, remember, sure. like, the bus that you, seat that you sat on, the way it smelled on the way to school. You remember standing at your bus stop. Like, do you ever have that yeah, happen some, to you? Yeah, I mean, you, like, that right between waking life and, like, yeah. sleeping life. Like, I just, I'll get, like, inspired or, like, oh, you know, like, oh, I should write this down, all that stuff. But not not so much, like, visceral memories from my past. That sounds lovely, though. Do you have any visceral memories? Like, do you we remember used a school lot? bus, and I just remember, you know, I was a shithead in, like, grade school, and I was, like, with, like, kids who, like, love to, like, vandalize stuff. <laughs> and, I and like, I just wanted to fit in, so I was like, I'm I'm a vandalizer, too. And one of the things we vandalized was, like, the back of the bus seat had a hole in it that they would just rip open and then rip out foam from it. And oh, then every throw, kid did. All yeah, the bad kids kid did, did that. that. Yeah, yeah we I were didn't the like those kid. kids. I don't like them Or either. they stuck their pencil in it and just fucking, yeah. yeah. And I was like, why? Yeah, I like, don't like what that. does that do for you, Jeremy? And then they draw the little S with the fucking... Oh, Stussy S? <laughs> yeah, I was a big Stussy S, but only on, like, my own property, like, book covers and backpacks and stuff. Yeah. But we used to spit in that hole a lot. They were, like, really into spitting in that hole and then smelling it later. So it would be, like, the next day we'd get in the same seat and then smell the hole and then we'd just be like, oh, you have to smell it. Uh, I will. I'm going to. Oh, you have to smell it now. I, I'm going to. I'm going to smell it, Casey. 
<laughs> and I just remember that smell. Like this, it smelled horrible. And that was the whole idea. Is like just spit enough in that little hole. And you hated it. They hated it. You were like, these kids are no good. Yeah, it was just like we you don't have to be knew. doing this. I kind of knew like this is what you do. Yeah. Like I get it. We're just like teenagers ripping the bus up. But but yeah, it wasn't like I'm going to be smelling this hole for the rest <laughs> of my life. Little boys are trouble, but at least you remember yeah. that. And I bet if you really think about it, you could probably smell that hole right now. Oh, I can smell it right now. It's like, it smells like this microphone cover. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy just to think about um how much life we've had. I mean, we're both in our 30s and I'm 23. <laughs> you Are you really? No. You know I'm not 23. I'm 24. I just turned 24. No, I'm 38. I'm an Okay, old boy. I was going to say. Yeah. I was like I know we're both in our 30s. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That would have been crazy if you were actually 23. Uh, I would have felt really bad. I know because you're like, "Oh shit, this 23-year-old looks terrible." I met a lady who was 40, but I thought she was 70. What? It was actually crazy not to change like the subject. No, please change the subject. I was at my dermatologist's office, and it was she was like going to like get a consultation. She goes to get her skin looking worse. <laughs> I think it was her first one. Okay, like sure. Trying yeah. to get help. Not a good advertisement. So she's sitting there, and she's like asking me questions, like you know, how long have you you know come here? And I'm like, oh, I come here all the time. You know, like clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at me. My face I look is gorgeous. Stuffed like a Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah. <laughs> you cut this All shit, right. gravy comes out. Um. Anyway, so she's sitting there and she's like, oh, she's like, yeah, I figured I just hit my 40s and it was time to start doing maintenance. And I was like, I li- it was actually like traumatizing because she like, I, I for yeah. certain, I for certain thought she was 70, like oh, really man. wrinkly and. Yeah, you know, smoker I mean, probably. Probably, yeah. you know, I don't know. It's weird. Like, it kind of just happens to some people. When yeah, I, it's definitely genetic. Yeah, it's, it's lifestyle. Genetic, I think yeah. it's genetic first, then it's lifestyle yeah. second. and then it's I remember being on Vine and people would be like, why is this 40-year-old on Vine? And I was 26. <laughs> but you don't look 40 at all. You no, don't I did a 30. lot since then. Yeah, you yeah, did a lot? So I did. Wait, are you the woman in the story that you're telling? <laughs> it's me! <laughs> it's me! And that was the first... <laughs> And I turned to the mirror, and that woman was me. <laughs> Just zoom in. <laughs> Would you ever get Botox as a guy? Uh, they call it Brotox. I I thought about it because like I'm always like stressed out. You are like, Tommy writing. does that. They're angry. Yeah. So this frown. and like my girlfriend, every girlfriend I've ever had has been like, eh, maybe don't do that. And it's like, well, I have to do that because I hate everything. <laughs> And they're like, well, then maybe kill it with Botox. Maybe yeah. uh, paralyze it. It's not bad. I was thinking about it. the only. I do want to ask you. About like what I should be doing for my skin because you have very very wonderful skin and you take care of yourself and I don't and the only thing I got I got like a retinol oh that's great or something. retinol yeah, yeah retin A is great yeah so I do a moisturizer nice. and I only do it every three or four months which is not what you're supposed to do no you're supposed to do it every night yeah 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 and, yeah so but like I'm thinking about it you should. Do the retina, yeah. retin-A, retinol, retin-A. Yeah, I do put retin-A on my skin every night, but I also get a laser every month. Oh, yeah? I what be- about microdermabrasion? Or um, microneedling, how about that? I haven't done microneedling, but yeah. I heard good things. But what I do is I go to this place, not to like shout them out because they don't pay me, but I'm going to. This place called Skin Laundry. You pay a hundred bucks a month, and they you get a laser facial once a month, and it has like changed my skin. My really? skin is like so smooth and... Damn. You know, it's actually really done a lot for me. I got to do that. Yeah, it's a hundred bucks. I'm like, that doesn't, it's not bad. It's out, it's out here. Right now we're just fully doing a commercial and it's, not, <laughs> and it's not painful. And you don't have to get, you have no downtime, no, no, downtime? no redness, nothing. They just put some moisturizer and sunscreen on you and that's it. And I've only done it like three times and I saw like a huge difference right away. Yeah. Because I actually like laid in the sun a lot and had like dark sunspots on my forehead and they're like already almost gone. You know, I got like freckles and moles. Yeah, it'll get rid of all that. And like it like helps with hyperpigmentation and everything. Damn. I mean, guys go there. It's like there's oh, no yeah. shame in that. Oh, I have no shame in like caring about how you look. You could do it with your girlfriend. You guys could go together. She loves, She would probably love it. She's been wanting to do micro... Uh, needling and you know there's it's like a laser stuff. and what it does is it punctures little holes in your skin and then what that does it is when it to heal damage your body sends collagen and white blood cells to the site which makes you look new and it creates new skin 
Yeah. And so if you keep doing that every month, it's just like your skin is constantly like refreshed just and new. baby's butt. Yeah. And it's like, and then your body gets used to it and it's like, oh, we yeah. got to keep this looking good or, you know. Yeah. I mean, and you got to start now, I guess. It's yeah. good to start young. Yeah. I mean, I think I took like a couple years. I sh- I'll show you old pictures of me. Like, I think I did look 40. Because I was, like, through a lot of stress. Like, I had, like, really dark under-eye circles. I had small, like, my lips were like this. Uh-huh. And, like, I had, like, a wrinkly forehead and, like, just a lot. Uh-huh. And then well, I just you went look and right. fixed my whole face. <laughs> $100 a month at some place. <laughs> Nick, I love having you here. I know, this we is so fun. We did a whole fun. hour. Oh, Jesus. I love it. I know, I'm always I like, be careful. Because I can back. only put an hour on here. So oh, I'm really? like, I, on, yeah, do you want to try calling her? Did she call? She didn't call. I'll call back. But if you, you only got an hour, we don't have Text messages. You're so popular. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the best. It's your landlord. Hey, rent <laughs> yeah, is due, be- motherfucker. <laughs> Brittany said she was going to pay me, and then I'll be there. You're paying me, right? Are you calling your mom again? I'm calling my mom okay, again. Okay, let's do it. I want to hear her. We can cut into other shit. Daniel, we have to make this fit. Daniel, you're listening. We got to make this fit. Yeah, help me get Wait, fit. you're saying the end result has to be an hour. It has to be an hour, oh, yeah. Oh, we got to we, we fix your phone. I stuff. feel like There's we time. could go over an hour, yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Your mom does not love you. <laughs> it's crazy. She wants me to call her all the time. Hi, please leave a message. I what just get hell? so, like, taken aback by the guy on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> the guy and my, my brother, yeah. You're like, I'm like, your mom has a really deep voice. Like, what? Hi, expecting leave that. a message. I'm going to text my it's brother. It's Luis. <laughs> like, Are you close with your brother and sister? Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. Well, not of course. Not everyone's like No, that. no, yeah, you're right. You're very right. Are you do you have siblings? No, you I do I have an older brother. Oh, you feel you got do like I strike only, you as an only child? Yeah, you got I was only the child most energy. loved one for sure. I'm the favorite. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm the favorite too. It's good to know you're the favorite. Yeah, it's a nice <laughs> Wow, it's good because like you have a sister. Usually the girl's the favorite. Oh, I mean the girl my sister Zoe is my father's favorite. Oh, sure. okay. Yeah, because like I'm, I'm definitely my dad's favorite. You're your dad's favorite. For sure. Yeah. And you have Even though he an acts older like brother. he's not. Yeah, I have an older brother. Greg. Oh, that's Greg. Greg. <laughs> Let's call him. I mean, we're just calling people now. <laughs> I can't we have an hour and we're like <laughs> and we're just calling family members like I'll stay here all fucking night. This house is great. Oh my God, I love you. You're so awesome. It's for sale. Do you want to buy it? It's for sale? Yeah. You're going to move? Yeah. Where are you going to move? Santa Barbara. Oh, oh, bummer. It's far for podcasts, but. Yeah, well, I'll come up. But we'll what get are you a guest do? house so that you can stay and like make a weekend of it. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, what am oh. I going to do? Probably nothing. And <laughs> I know, but what are you going to. I mean, for a career? Nothing. Just well, if this is your career now, sit outside happening. Oprah's house. You're going to live outside of Oprah's house? I'll just sit out there and be like, hey. Is she in Santa Barbara? She's in Santa Barbara. And Ellen and Rob Lowe and now Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom and Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Oh, you got lots of great friends. Oh, I'm going to be friends with all of them. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you definitely will. My Instagram is going to pop. Oh, please get me on that. Just give me a mention. If you could at me, honestly, for Meghan, ugh. I'm just kidding. It'll Please. probably never happen anyway. But um, I want to oh, make wait, sure. Wait, wait, wait. Is your mom calling? My home is calling. My house is Answer calling. Answer it. Let's talk to your mom. Hello? Hello? Mother? Yes? <laughs> Were you Just me? Mother, you're on, I'm on a podcast with my friend Brittany, and we're talking about alien encounters. And do you remember when I was a boy, I came down to you and dad and told you I'd seen an, a UFO outside the window? Yes. And you disappeared for forty-eight hours, but you came back much more disciplined. So we liked it. Oh, your mom's a jokester. My mom is a jokester. <laughs> You've met Brittany. Brittany is in uh, the Unicorn. You probably met her at the premiere. I was one of the less memorable characters. Arguably Dead. one of the most memorable Dead. characters, Dead. which is it. probably a problem. But I do remember. I me. do like Brittany. Is she Italian? I am Italian. Yeah, Italian yeah, Brittany. You always call her Italian me. Brittany. She really, really liked. I did. Yeah, you I remember. Okay, wait. So, what does she think about you? Yeah, now? but seriously, mom, I love you know. I know you're you're very you're funnier than me, but I'm, I'm we're trying to piece this together. What do you remember specifically about me? I was shook by it. Can I ask your father? Sure. <laughs> she's like on a this million. This is not right working. Now. <laughs> she's like, do you get to ask a friend? Call a friend? Yeah, she's like, I don't care. You're kind of Sorry, this is a. What just, does your dad do? He works, um, he does computers for uh, okay, a citrus company. Who 
Mitch. Well, I just wanted um, because I'm trying to piece the whole memory together, and I just remember staring at it, and I came down, and I went out in the backyard to look at it, but it was gone. I tried, I grabbed you guys to look at it, and it was already gone. And I've watched it. Well, you're just acting like an audience member. I need you to, like, I no, thought you would have insight. No, I wish you would have grabbed it. We could have been rich. You could have written a story. We made a movie. I know. Well, I would have been, like, the mother in the movie. All right, <laughs> no, I don't, I can't. I know. I can't remember. Unless you want me to make something up. <laughs> I could make up something really cool, though. I love your mom. Yeah, she's the She'd best. be great if you killed somebody. She'd be a great alibi. Oh, I don't remember, but gosh, I'll, she... I'll tell you, I'll say whatever you want. You know, oh, she's covered for me in the past. She's, like... Definitely. The alien said that about me too. <laughs> Your mom is the best. the best. Your mom's the best. I know. I want to do a but podcast with my mom. Ever had? So I love Brittany. <laughs> well, she says hi. She loves you too. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, mom. I don't want to take your night I'm up. I'm sorry. I can't. I don't know about that. I, know. I wish I did, but I don't. I could ask Bo too. I guess my brother. We definitely. We probably shared ask? a room. No, I'll did figure it. I haven't asked him yet. No, I just watched this documentary recently that brought it all back, and I was just, I was like, I know I told my parents. I was like, really? Oh gosh! I guess you just weren't that wow. creative parents as I thought you were. Wow! You weren't really paying attention wow. at the time when I needed you. Probably about to go through puberty, and you just were. I know. That's why you're the way you are today, because I wasn't there for you <laughs> in your time of need, and that's why I drink every day. I blame myself. I feel so guilty. And now you call to remind me of this again and again, over and over. You killed me. <gasps> I'm sorry, yeah, mother. I'm so sorry. Wait, you get you. Were. You made the bed. You lie in. Okay. <laughs> Did you just leave your poor mother alone? <laughs> I know. I guess, Let her have her chardonnay and go. <laughs> I love her. I love you, Mom. I'll talk to you later, okay? Oh, she's the best. Uh, she is the best. Oh my god! If I she just... doesn't drink at all, like I really, yeah, she's funny. If I she's cold really called funny. my mom, she'd be like, <laughs> "What does your mom do?" <laughs> she's a nurse, but essential worker. Yeah, she's also crazy. So, <laughs> but she's great. Crazy moms. She's make, great. Uh, she's very crazy interesting. Crazy cool kids. Well, you know, I I didn't get this way from growing up with like a, <laughs> you know, an oat bar eating mom. <laughs> no, no oat bars in your your past. At what all. is that called? Nature Valley Bar Mom, oh. the ones that always like packing like oh, na- like a soccer mom. Yeah, or, yeah, like just like the one who brought the oranges. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. mom always brought like vodka. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> For the parents. Yeah, she's like, well, that's cool. Yeah, it's hilarious. Because um, if you you know, well, anyway, you want to end this. No, but, we keep going. Well, if you had a kid now, yeah, and, which I won't. You don't want to have kids anymore. No, because I'm scared that I'll. I know something will happen just because like mental illness runs in my family that I'm afraid like it'll hit the wrong trigger and then all of a sudden I'll be like. Bah! Yeah, well, I think <laughs> you will be an incredible parent. I think you're incredible at everything you, you attempt. So don't let your, don't let the predictable anxiety. Yeah. Affect your opinion. Decide if you really yes. want it, but don't let the the fear stop you. But also yeah. do what the hell you want. Yeah. Um, but uh, dog mom. Dog mom. Are yeah. you gonna have kids? I want to, but no, but, but, um, my dick doesn't work. No, I want to, but, uh, but I'm like, oh, I'll have them and I'll have them in the two years. I'm in two years. I'm in two years. Like, like I'll have them when everything is set and nothing's ever going to be set. No, you got to just do it now. You got to just have an action. Just do it now. Yeah. You're 38. Yeah. Just do it now. You don't want to be like a dad with sore knees. I know. Like, That's I'd what love I'm to about. play with your son, but yeah. fuck, my knees are not Like, that'd be sad. It would be really sad. You know, I thought I would be married and have children by 30. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, I'm going to get married at 28. That was like this weird yeah. thing I said. And no. It's like a pretty standard married age. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for, a lot I of think people for are, our children, for our children, for our parents. I yeah. Way. Like, my mom had me at 32. I'm already 34. Yeah. And I was her second kid. So it's kind of like I'm way already behind. You got to pump out a kid. You're I mean, so cool. I think about it, but then I'm kind of just scared that, you know, I wouldn't be able to handle it. And then, like, the whole idea of something growing inside of me, I might freak out. Yeah. That'd be fun nine months, though. <laughs> would it, Well, though? you're supposed to be scared. And the fact that you're I scared. I just come live with you. <laughs> oh, uh, You said hey. this would be fun. Uh, hey, Brittany. Yeah. Um, seems like you got a lot more space at your uh, palace in Santa Barbara. But, yeah, you can. Uh, the couch, that first couch is yours. The other one, we put our laundry on, so avoid that one. Um Oh, Lily, by the way, Brittany, this is the, she's going to live with us for nine months. You're going to kind of be a wet nurse for her after the baby is born. Uh, I'll probably end up giving it to you guys when I have a mental breakdown. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, yeah. Now we take care of it. Now we have a kid. But maybe that's the way it has happened. I don't know. Would you ever adopt? 
Yeah, I think if I would have... I think adopting's great. I think you, if you really want kids and you love kids, you have one and you adopt one. Yes. And you do it in that pattern. If you want another one, have another one, then adopt another one. My best friend was adopted and she's so fucking cool. And I also feel like every kid I meet that's been adopted is like very good looking and like very cool. And like, I don't know if it's just because they were like adopted or like, oh, I've never met you can like, pick like the baby. Yeah, you can, so like, cause you can like pick. You can like look you know at a baby's I mean? like, like bone structure. Mm, and this one's going to be tall, thin, yeah. blue eyes, blonde hair. <laughs> we want that one, the hot baby. We want the hot baby. <laughs> People do that. I mean, definitely. Like I'm sure they do it. Oh. Like they're not picking the kid with no. like the Hershey kiss shape head. Like no. they're like, that's going to be weird. No, no, they're not. They're or like not the picking ears the that are really sticking out or like, Man, a bunch of orphans are listening to this right now. They're like, oh, so I'm just ugly. Okay. I thought it was like a lack of families that wanted me, but it's just because I'm ugly. Thanks, Brittany. Well, you know what this worst first is? This is the worst first day I've ever had listening to this podcast. I guess I should clip my ears and fix my Hershey head. Anyway, uh... Love you, Brittany. Uh, I can't <laughs> I wait love to you too. <laughs> okay, so guys, follow Nick on Instagram to keep updated on Dreamcore LLC yes. at Nicholas Rutherford. I have my whole fucking name. Uh, the whole name, Nicholas Rutherford on Instagram. Hard to spell. Google it. It'll come up. Yeah. Nicholas Rutherford Dreamcorp LLC. It'll come up. <laughs> and make sure to watch the show. And I'm not just saying that. Like, it's actually such a fucking cool show, especially if you smoke weed. I mean, I don't even smoke weed, but I would like just watching it. I'm like, I, I could imagine it being so fun to smoke weed too. Yeah, it's a you good. Know? It's a good. Uh, yeah, it's a good trippy show. You don't even have enjoy. to smoke weed if no, you're like me yeah. and just already crazy. It's a great visual show and super cool and interesting. Thanks, so. Brittany. Thanks, Thanks so coming, much for having me. It's dude. my pleasure. Shout out to you, killing it. Yeah. I'm and uh, make sure to stay tuned next week's guys. Next week's. Next week's guys. When we offend more orphans, you know, it's also because they're short. It's also because that baby was in the top, tw- the bottom twenty percentile of height. So I don't want that. <laughs> Shitty orphan coming into my beautiful family. (laughs) I'm going to be a great foster mom. You should be a foster mom. Hot baby. You should get a hot baby. I'm going to start my own foster agency called Hot Baby. Babinos. What's that? What's that? What's that model? Barbazon? Yeah, Babazon. Just get a baby modeling agency. Sicko. All right. I love you guys. Thanks for listening and stay tuned next week for more Worst Worst.